I am Enzo. And I'm Reina. And this is the Date Night Horror Show. <laughs> I love when you do that every time. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, and shout out to our new listeners. Yeah, so it's interesting, Reina. Like we're we're kind of in the cusps of uh, launching things and getting the the social media stuff up and running and getting all the various websites going. Um, it's exciting. Yeah, it's For a me. lot of work. Is <laughs> it's very uh, accident prone. Certain things are really accident prone, but um, I think we're getting it. We're getting it together. You're doing an awesome job, baby. Yeah, thank you, babe. Um, so I'm really excited about this. I always say that about every episode, but I'm a huge sci-fi fan. This is your one of your gems. Yeah, it's one of them. But um, there's a one. There's one main one, but that's going to be for a later episode. But this is sci-fi horror. Oh, oh no, that's two ta- great tastes that. How does that go? <laughs> Two great tastes that taste great together. Pe- peanut butter and jelly. Like, this stuff is awesome together. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to riff. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So, uh, top five sci- sci-fi horror movies. Kick it off, Reina. Okay. Well, I think I'm going to go in the order of the year that the... Um, Movies were made because it's no particular order in my eyes. So I'll start with the more, more recent one. Okay, I'm do work it. my way down. So my first one is Annihilation, Ugh, 2018. Yeah. Natalie Portman, mm-hmm. Jennifer Jason Lee, uh, Gina Rodriguez, and Oscar Isaac. Yeah, and it was directed by Alex Garland, who did Ex Machina, and 28 Days Later. Awesome. So, great, great, great. Uh, Heard a lot of mixed reviews about this movie. Uh-huh. Um, some people, I don't, I don't think I heard of anyone that was in love with it. But we decided to watch it anyway. Yeah, and it was really good. I thought it was a really good you know, movie. It's interesting that you said that the mixed reviews thing. I think the people that didn't like it is because they're just not horror fans. Because within the horror community, people people liked it. Um, there's a particular scene that I really loved. Uh, involving a bear, I'll just say that, and it was it was very reminiscent of um, John Carpenter's The Thing. I almost felt it was like a it was like an homage little, to it, a little nod. Yeah, it definitely it felt like a nod. What the what the characters are doing at the particular moment, like the, where how they're situated, and then just the 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 thing alone, like the bear alone feels yeah. like something out of John Carpenter's The Thing. I think so. I think what happens when there are mixed reviews like this is because you have this big cast of actors yeah, who aren't normally thing. in yeah. horror movies. Right. Um, yes, Oscar Isaacs did um, uh, Ex Machina. But I, I like Natalie Porton, J- Jennifer Jason Lee. I mean, they do quirky yeah. movies, maybe. Uh-huh. Gina yeah. Rodriguez, for sure. She does Fast and Furious. So right. I think when you have... Like a big cast of characters, their fans go to see that the movie, and then they're like, "Oh shit, it's a horror film." <laughs> I yeah, didn't think it would like, be a oh, horror I'm, film. I didn't sign on for this. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, so the premise is Natalie Portman is a biologist whose husband uh, something happens to her husband. Again, we hate spoilers. Um, so she signs out to do this expedition to see what happened, uh-huh. and um, it's great because it's a team of women. Yeah. 
that have different expertise. She's a biologist. There's another that's like what, like milita- military-ish. Yeah, and and I think different the, scientists. I think the premise of the movie, you know, the the first wave that went in to investigate this situation, they were all military. So then, in the second wave, which is which in, involves them, right? Uh, I think they're trying to do the exact opposite, which is pr- actually pretty clever. It's like, well, maybe this thing attacks. Uh, males, or maybe we need more thinkers as opposed to you know uh, just military, just just force, you know. Right. Um, so it's a very um, it's a very well thought out premise, um, and I thought it was particularly interesting. Yeah, I mean, I really liked it. It's it is trippy. It's kind of trippy <sighs> on yeah. parts, um, but I thought I thought it was done really well. I think some of the horror scenes were really good. Yeah. Um, again, trying not to give too much, but I thought the horror scenes were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I preferred the horror scenes over everything else. Yeah. But I didn't I mean, mind the other stuff. The storyline wasn't bad. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Again, it was some a, a body of great actors, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And I think, I think great science fiction is very um, thought-provoking. And um, horror... You throw horror in that, and yeah, it's triple threat right there. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I thought it was really good as well. Um, so if but, you haven't seen it yet and you weren't sure about it, um, t- take a gamble. Try to see it and see. let us know what you think about it. Yeah, definitely. Okay, cool. what's number one on your list? So um, for me, I, I went with the movies that I went to watch because I liked sci-fi, and then I got smacked in the face with horror, which is awesome like i love i love that because again i'm you know i'm i'm 80 percent horror so if i get horror that's always a plus um so the first movie that i'll go with is attack the block 2011 um this movie this movie is one of those movies that kind of created a star like you know you have john boyega who, mm-hmm. who ends up pay, playing Finn in the Star Wars, the new Star Wars trilogy, and he's great in that. But um, a lot of people don't know that he got that gig. At least I think he got noticed because of his performance as Moses in Attack the Block. Um, Attack the Block is a story about um, an alien invasion, basically. Um, but it starts off in this um, kind of rougher part of London, Mm-hmm. Outskirt of London, uh, council estate area, which is kind of a kind of a ghetto area or a or a projects area uh, in the UK, and um, these kids kind of run head on with these aliens that are coming, kind of falling out of the sky like like uh, comets, and you know these kids are rough and they've had they've had a kind of a rough go in life, mm-hmm. uh, and they're all really likable in their own way, you know. Um, and they have a cool way of, of interacting and speaking with each other and their slang. Um, but they're, you know, they're tough, resourceful kids. And it's basically them trying to fight, fight off this alien invasion. Um, it sort of reminds me of the Goonies or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Or like Lost Boys. But what I love about this movie is that it doesn't pull any punches when it comes to characters dying you know kids dying like it is 
Is that it a is, spoiler? Not really. It, it's real danger. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's real danger. Um, let's just say there's a lot of kids and you don't know, not all of them make it. And I think that's what's really cool and heightened about this movie. Um, and then the, the horror parts are really, really cool and, and well done. Um, and yeah, I, I, I really liked it. I, I, I think it's great. And a lot of people have missed it. They didn't. They didn't see this movie. I think it's the name. I think it's again one of those victims of yeah. of the name. What does that mean? Like, if you're a horror f- fan and you're looking for a horror movie, Attack the Block doesn't really scream. Yeah. Horror. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. And and there's so there's so many uh, things they could have cued off of, like the the aliens themselves. I really like their design because when when you see them. They just seem like furry silhouettes with glowing teeth. Mm. And they're just so clever and and it's such a cool movie. Like everything about it is completely satisfying. Um, And again, it it got overlooked and there was a lot more horror there than I expected. Um, And it's just one of those newer sci-fi horror movies that I highly recommend. Um, And if you haven't seen it, you know, find it. It's it's really really good. Yeah, it was on one of the. I found it on one of the uh, movie channels. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably gonna so. buy it because I'm I I had forgotten about stars. how much I liked it. Um, and yeah, I would I would watch that again. And and um, John Boyega, like he's there's so many scenes in this movie where he's standing his ground and he's kind of the you know, he's kind of the leader of, of this group of kids. And there's moments where I'm like, who does this guy remind me of? And I'm like, I know who it is. Denzel Washington, like Mm. a young, like a, (laughs) he's not even in his twenties, you know, in this, in this movie, he has the same kind of presence Mm -hmm. and, um, and kind of stoicism that, you know, like kind of the stoic bravery that, that Denzel does. And I was like, yeah, I could see how someone would see him in this role and go, that guy's got star power, you know? And then, of course, he's moved on to do other things. And, you know, I've liked him in the Star Wars films. Um, but, yeah, if you if you get a chance, watch this movie. It's called Attack the Block. Yeah, and if it, I don't know if it's on any of the Primes or Netflix, but if you have stars or... I think, a, I think it's worth those? owning. If you're a horror fan, I think it's worth owning. Well, it's a high recommendation. Yeah, it it goes to the horror place. Like it 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 takes it there, and it's really good. And the producer of the movie produced um, Shaun of the Dead, which I love. Oh yeah. And in fact, one of the actors from Shaun of the Dead is in the movie mm-hmm. as well. Um, and there's so so he's kind of a comedic element in the story as well. I'm telling you, great science fiction horror right there. Really cool, really fun. Kind of on the drive-in side, but still, still good. Like, still good, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay, so my next one is Pitch Black 2000. Oh, yeah. With Vin Diesel. Uh-huh. This is the first time I ever saw Vin Diesel on screen, I think. I don't, I don't think I knew who he was until we saw Pitch Black. I think it was definitely the first time he was very prominent on screen. Yeah. Um, his first big role was in uh, Saving Private Ryan, but it was, his role was kind of small. Yeah, I, I, I just remember his voice. Like he has, he has such a you know, um, dominant kind of sounding voice, voice, cool yeah. voice. But anyway, uh, if you haven't seen Pitch Black, it's about a commercial um, transport ship and its crew that gets marooned on a planet uh, full of these 
crazy bloodthirsty creatures that come out at night to feast. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really scary, creepy. Yeah, it's cool. Um, the tension was really good. And the, the survival of how the crew... Um, that, that always interests me, like how people... Um, their survival skills, yeah, and how they work together or not together as a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Vin Diesel kicked ass. Yeah, you know, I it's funny because <laughs> the creatures I, were scary. <laughs> I think I think you know people are very hit or miss about Vin Diesel, but I really like him in his earlier movie, like the early movies. Yeah, and watching Riddick, you know, he he reminds me of a character you would see in those old heavy metal um, sci-fi, you know, uh, cyberpunk. Uh, magazines like a like a Ranzarox kind of guy yeah he's I feel like he's that and then he kind of reminds me of a Tor Johnson which is a very old reference Uh, he's (laughs) an old actor that I I really love in like classic movies Um, and then it just reminds me of the the late 80s you know like aliens and things like that it's like a nod to all that stuff and even like the late the later Riddick movie Reminded me of that stuff, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. and I liked I liked Pitch Black a lot too. Yeah, it I was really very entertaining. I thought it was really fun. We saw it in the theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I thought it was a really fun movie and good sci-fi flick. The creatures are creepy and scary, and yeah, and the way they they feast on people. Yeah, and, was and if you've creepy. seen it, there's a moment in the end, near the end, that breaks a ton of convention, which I always like. Because yeah. I, because it's, it can be you know those shocking kind of moments. Um, yeah, I thought it, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool, uh, and a really good choice. Thank you. Yeah. What about you? Okay, so my next movie is probably my second favorite um, sci-fi horror movie of all time. My first is, mm. is John Carpenter's The Thing, but I'm not going to talk about that because it's more of a. I want to save the creature stuff for a later episode. Um, my second choice is Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, it was on the my list. 1978 remake. <laughs> this is similar to The Thing. Um, I had seen the original Thing, and I had seen the original Invasion of the Body Snatchers, and the the 70s version. Oh my God, it's so great! Like it is so. It's such a paranoid film. Like it. It's really, really creepy. Yeah. You know? Like on They're so very many, creepy. on so many levels. the The basic story is um, a plant like alien comes to Earth, and what it does is they, these weird little flowers. They bloom around people, and then they make these big pods. Um, and then when people sleep near them. Uh, the pod creates a version of that person. So creepy. And then kills the person sleeping. So it re- basically this plant form of you is replace replaces you in life and then, you know, kind of takes over your existence. Um, the, oh, man, this movie, this movie is has nuance and then moments of shock and yeah. creepiness. Um I absolutely love the ending. Um, <laughs> you know, there there's ways to do apocalypse films, and yeah. this is the way to do it. <laughs> this is a blueprint 
for it. Um, I think the film is really smart in the right places. There's a lot of cool young actors in the movie. Uh, I think it's the second time I had seen Jeff Goldblum. Um, and he's he's so great in the movie. Um, That's right, he is. He's yeah, really Leonard good. Nimoy's in there, and he plays kind of like this uh, self-help guru type guy. And he's he he's really eerie and creepy at times as well. Um, this movie is fantastic. Yeah, that, I think what I really like about the movie is that again, it's like you don't you don't know who to trust, even as an audience, or even. Yeah. When you know who they should or shouldn't trust and they are trusting them and you're like, oh, don't trust them. Their bodies, you know, their bodies been snatched. But yeah, um, it had a, it has a good I like when movies have good tension pacing. Yeah. And this one has a fantastic yeah. one of the best. Uh, and then, of course, you have Donald Sutherland, who's who carries oh, the whole movies, who anchors the whole movies, this heroic character that you really root for. Um, and he, yeah, it's just a fantastic, fantastic sci-fi horror film. And it holds up to this day. It, it is so, so good. Um, and it's kind of neat. Like, you know, we lived in the Bay Area for 12 years and it's cool to watch this movie because you see San Francisco back in 1978, you know, and you kind of see the city during that time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. There's another scene in the movie that I absolutely love. That involves <laughs> that involves a homeless man and a dog, and if you've seen the oh, movie, you know exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. I yeah. love that scene. I remember being a kid and watching that movie, and when that scene happens, I was like, "Did I just see what I think I saw?" Those are the best that moments. That is so creepy. That yeah. is that is like a tour de force creepy moment, like. Wow, so good. <laughs> yeah, those are the best moments, though, when you are like, I can't believe I'm watching what I'm watching. I'm telling you, uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, it, it's like a roller coaster. It's provocative in spots. You know, there's political undertones to the story, you know. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's sophisticated, but then it gets really creepy and weird and gooey, and it, it takes you on a journey. It is so good. And again, being a horror fan, loving apocalypse films, I love the ending of this movie. Yeah, it is. Really it is good. one of my favorite, favorite endings. And again, I'm wired differently. So it's a what is it? WTF moment? Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I, I just think it's a very grim, grim, scary, well, that's what I mean. sad. Where, you're, where it ends and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's great. It's great. Oh man, now you made me say it. My second favorite sci-fi horror movie of all time invasion of the body snatchers 1978 tour de force i love that movie yeah and so if you haven't seen it or haven't seen it in a while um definitely during this podcast it's been fun kind of revisiting some of oh. these movies and sometimes we don't watch them again until after we've talked about them yeah some hold up rock solid oh yeah you watch john this one's carpenter's definitely the one thing. Of them. Rock Solid. This is one of those other movies. Yeah, it's I agree. awesome. And they in the I think uh, the early two thousands they actually did a sequel, or not a sequel. They did a remake of this movie uh, with Nicole Kidman called The Invasion. Totally forgot about that. And that's exactly how to not do this story. Like I'm, I was not a fan of that movie. I, I there's just some classics that should not be remade. If you're going to do a horror movie, br make sure to bring some teeth with you. 
Okay. Oh yeah, that too. But you know, I just think you leave it alone. Like you, that one's good and it ca- still holds up. If you're trying to cater to a horror audience, we expect to be bitten. We want to. We want bite. Give us some bite. Don't neuter it. You know. And I feel like the Nicole Kidman version is very, very neutered. And I think it's possible to do a version of this movie again, but you can't neuter it. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. Yeah, this movie is so great. Like it's it's awesome. All right, sorry, I I, I went on a huge tan- I I rant <laughs> ranted on that. It's all good. Love that movie. Uh, give me your third movie. So my third movie is The Faculty, nineteen ninety eight. Oh yeah, this is a fun movie. I mm-hmm. love it. It's so it's about um it, it takes place in a high school. Yeah, so it stars Sanma Hayek, Famke Jensen, Josh right. Harnett. Sanma Hayek was in that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember Jor- that. Jordana Brewster. Um, B.B. Newworth and Robert Patrick, who's super creepy. And yeah, he's, he's just great. A, he's one of those actors that... T-1000. Yeah. And basically, it's about um, aliens take over the teacher's body. So, it's it's set in a high school setting. Mm-hmm. And it, they start doing, like, really creepy stuff to everyone. Like, even the way they take over the bodies yeah. is brutal. Like, there's some brutal kills yeah, it's interesting. I feel like it is the uh, John Carpenter's The Thing of the 90s, uh, 90s kid generation. And it's good. Like, I, I, I thought it was really good. Um, you know, some of the, a lot of the effects are CG, but I think there's enough there that's, that's working really well. I think, I think it succeeds. Yeah, I think this is, just, this is a good, like, sci-fi Drive-in yeah, movie, very di- for very sure. Drive-in, yeah, like a, maybe like a date movie. I go, you know, if you want to like slowly integrate your significant other into horror, maybe or, or sci-fi horror. This is a good one. <laughs> just the tip. Yeah, yeah, just the tip. <laughs> this is definitely just a tip movie. But just I think the tip it's, of, of horror. <laughs> but it's. I think it's cool. It has some yeah, good I, things. I, I like I, this movie. I was re- I recently um, flew back from DC and I started watching it again. And I was like, I'd forgotten some of those those kills and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I remember when we went to see it, and I I thought I saw where it was headed. Like, I'm, oh, okay, this is like this is John Carpenter's The Thing territory. And I'm like, you know, I kind of <laughs> kind of folded my arms. I'm like, all right, let's see, <laughs> let's see what you're gonna do. All right, all right, you know. And yeah, it's good. It's a good movie. It's a fun sure. movie. It's one of yeah. those fun movies. I mean, you're not going to be like traumatized or anything. Yeah, but, it's fun. It's really um, fun. That's it, a fun little movie. So if you haven't watched it or again, tell us what you think. But um, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun movie. Check it out. Yeah, it's great. Okay, you're up. So my next movie is Ex Machina. Yeah. I loved great this movie. movie. I loved this movie. And it's, again, it's... It's what I look for, you know, when horror is well acted, well written, it's smart. Oscar Isaac. You know, and it's very topical. The The AI thing, technology is moving at an exponential rate. Um, it's amazing. It's an amazing film. And, um, and the moments of horror, when they come, they come and they're there and they're good and they're well yeah. done. It is fantastic. It is a fantastic horror film. Um, again, we spent over 12 years in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. I've worked with a lot of uh, dot-com types um, in the game industry. And Oscar Isaac, the way he plays his role is just he spot on. Sure. Yeah. Spot on. 
you believe it. It's just so so well done. The the film's so well crafted. It's beautiful. Uh, the use of lighting is beautiful. Uh, the CG is really subtle uh, and well integrated. Yeah, it's a fantastic horror film. It's a fantastic sci-fi horror film. And, you know, those are rare. So, yeah, I got to go with Ex Machina. Yeah, that was really good. And I think it's, for, uh, for a, a ch good chunk of the movie, it's just Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Um, and I think it takes a really strong actor to... Yeah. And uh, Domhnall Gleeson, um, he was really great as, like, the young hotshot coder, you know, handpicked by uh, Oscar Isaac's uh, character and... He, yeah, he just has that, you know, that uh, youthful ambition to yeah. him. Um, and the the scenes with him and the the android are are really really good and really uh, thought provoking. And the movie's visually thought provoking. Yeah. Um, Creepy. Uh, Alicia Vikander plays um, the android, and there's a lot of subtlety and nuance to her character and. You know the way she she plays the role and yeah, that movie is it's like this perfect balance of cerebral because um, you really you're think I mean these days AI is is moving at such an you know an exponential rate and it's sort it's of not far off it's in the back of our minds yeah. I think you know technology is moving forward and it's changing our behavior and culture you know from one day to the next. And I think this movie really captures that. You know, can we stop this? Can we keep it from from destroying us? Like it's right. it's a fantastic horror movie, man. Like it it is awesome. It's just kind of scary beautiful. to think what would happen if technology or when I should not say even if when yeah. technology gets there. Yeah. Like, what does it mean for us as humans? Yeah, yeah, and there it's it's so interesting because there's there's scenes where you're when you're experiencing these scenes, you're thinking, okay, this person is the villain in the story, but then when you see the entire movie run its course, it changes what you thought you originally saw and what you were really looking at, you know? Yeah. Um, and and I and I think it uses the female form as a device to kind of cloud your vision in a mm. weird way. And I think that's that's so thought provoking. Like it's it's really interesting. Um, I love this movie. This is this movie is exactly 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 what I look and hope for when sci-fi horror is taken to that higher pinnacle. And yeah. it's completely successful. Yeah, really awesome. good. good love choice. this movie. Yeah, it was a good choice. Okay, what's your next one? So as you will go to learn that I'm a slasher girl. I really like drive-in type movies. Yeah, me too. Um, which <laughs> but you'll, I, I you'll know notice, that. You'll notice from my list. So my next one go, um, would be the 1990 Tremors. Oh, yeah. With Kevin Bacon. That movie's super Fred fun. Ward, um, Michael Gross, Reba McIntyre, which she's yeah, really she's cool great. in it. She's <laughs> too, great. You would yeah. think, what the hell? Um, but basically, if you have no idea what Tremors is, it's a... Um, it's it's in an isolated small town, um, and they have to defend themselves from these underground creatures that are killing them. They like suck them in, one by one. Yeah, they're like little um, baby dune worms. Yeah, that's, that's what they remind baby me. Baby dune worms. Yeah, they remind me of the of the worms in Dune, but they're kind of smaller. Yeah, and it's just it's kind of you know the way they 
they work together as comedic. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not particularly like, you know, gory or super scary, really. Yeah, it's one of those it's fantastic creature, creature, creature yeah. sci-fi yeah. films. Like, you know, like, it's in the grand tradition of, like, you know, um, like, them or uh, just those old kind of desert desert creature, yeah. you know, horror movies. That are fun. Yeah, it's PG-13. Cool. So, super I mean, cool. it's just, you know, so it's just, it's a fun little sci-fi film that um, I thought was really fun to watch. And again, just the tip, if you have a girlfriend or boyfriend that's not really into horror, maybe this would be a fun Yeah, just go, hey, Kevin Bacon's night. in this. <laughs> you yeah. know Kevin Bacon's in place, everything. And he's place, good in everything. You can play Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon Separation or whatever the hell <laughs> yeah, that exactly. game is called. Exactly. So, yeah, that was my pick as a fun little sci-fi horror movie that... Yeah, you guys should it, check out if you haven't seen it. You know what it is? Sometimes when a when a film continues and they keep making sequels to it, it kind of shoots itself in the foot and kind of gets bashes itself over the head a little too much. Yeah, yeah. I think that's happened with Hellraiser. There, so many of the Hellraisers aren't that great, but the first two are spectacular. This uh, one, Tremors, oh, Tremors, just Tremors. Tremors starts off so strong. It's such a great first film. Yeah, and the the others just kind of. Yeah, don't watch the others. Fall far from the wayside. Um, but yeah, that first one is is really cool. Hit me with your next one. Okay, my next one is Event Horizon. Oh. Yeah. I love Event Horizon. So it's a 1997 film. Um, it stars Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, Sam Neill's in it and is awesome in it. So basically, it's about a ship that disappears into this black hole. And it's it kind of comes back. So then another ship comes to kind of check on it and kind of see what happened. Um, but there's a lot of twists and turns to the movie, and um, there's a lot more going on uh, from the start that you didn't know was going on from the start, and it goes to a really weird, twisted place. Like, it, it's such we a cool movie. need to watch movie. it again. I don't oh, remember man. Event Horizon. I remember the name, <laughs> really but I don't like, remember the movie. Very, very influenced by Hellraiser. Yeah, it's one of those movies. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When I, I remember when we saw it, we saw it in the theater as well. I, I'm like, oh, man, Are this you is sure going to you were with Hellraiser me? Town. Like, what's that? Are you sure I was Stop with it. you? Stop it. I don't it. remember this movie. I only watch horror movies with you, boo-boo. Oh. Um, yeah, it's... It's really fun. It's it's not it's not heady at all. Like it's not it's it's a drive-in horror movie, but it's really well done. And um, there's enough good actors in the movie to kind of hold its weight um, from the acting side of it. But it, it's you know it's still there's still a, not camp, but it's not you know it's not again it's not cerebral sci-fi horror. It's it's just fun and effective sci-fi horror and it's really yeah I, I like it a lot well we're gonna have to watch it again because unfortunately for some reason i my brain is not recalling yeah, it it's good dude it's good dude <laughs> i can't go into the story much more no either, no don't, I, don't i don't want to spoil it plus i, I want to watch it and i think it's one of those movies that may people may have not seen based on how old you are and all that um so yeah event horizon check it out awesome uh are you? Do you have one more? You have one more, right? I do, one more. Yeah, go for it. Again, going on my drive-in theme <laughs> is the the remake of the 1958 sci-fi horror film, uh, The Blob. Yes. That was remade in 1988. Yep. And basically, it's about um, 
this blob from another planet that has like acid like substances in it uh-huh. that consumes anything it comes across in its path. Yeah. And uh, centers again um, a small town and teenagers trying to warn everyone that this substance exists and no one will believe them because they're like, you're, of course, they're thinking they're nuts because you can't really describe what this blobby stuff is. Yeah. But it's just. It's it is scary. Like it's when awesome. the when the blob awesome. when that blob substance consumes them, the the kill is gross. Well, it's interesting that you're using the word substance because the original movie, it looked like a ball of like oil, like jelly oil, right? And in this movie, it looks like a giant fucking amoeba that wants to eat you. Like yeah, I guess it's fleshy, it's blobby, and oh, it's the blobby is fleshy. I guess yeah. it's so. So good. Some of the, dude, some of the practical in this movie is so awesome. And I love practical makeup. Jeez, I, per- I really prefer that. Some of the some of the early scenes, oh, it's just, it's so great. Um, I remember too, um, the the main pro- uh, one of the main protagonists in the movie uh, is played by Kevin Dillon. Yeah, it's Shawnee Smith and Kevin Dillon. Yeah, I remember his name is his character's name Brian Flagg. And another character in a movie that I identified with. He's like this good kid, but because he's he's this long hair, you know, kind of tough rock kid, everyone assumes he's like this bad person. And he's he ends up being like, you know, one of the the key heroic figures in the movie and I I love that. I love that. In fact, when there's a moment early in the movie where everything kind of turns in a different direction. And that moment is so brutal and shocking. Like, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Man, I love, I love that moment in the film. Both for its shock, pure horror. Yeah. The practical is awesome. Like that, that, when I saw that moment in the movie, I was like, fuck yeah, this is going to be great. Like this movie is going to be great. And there's other moments that are really similar where, you know, people you thought were going to make it don't make it. Right. And they don't pull any punches. No. Like, and those are the best horror movies when you don't know who's going to survive, who isn't. Yeah. And the danger is real. Yeah. It's real. Like, oh, so, so good. That that movie is is one of those remakes that... That works. That comes at you piss and vinegar... Piss and Vinegar and Punk Rock. That remake is awesome. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it or seen it in a while, try, try to look for it and check it out. It's it's awesome. Yeah. What year was that? 1988? 1988. Yeah. We were 19 years old. Yeah. That, that movie's great. We saw it in the theater, uh-huh, too. We did. We absolutely did. I love that movie. That's a great choice. Okay. What's your last one? <sighs> to be honest with you, I have so many last ones. <laughs> nope. I, got, I have so many I could pick from. But... So should I okay, I'm let me throw this at you. Should I pick something more current that I really liked or should I pick something old school that I think is super strong? Like what do you, what do you think? What should I pick? More current. Okay. So more current, I got to go with Under the Skin with Scarlett Johansson. Mm. Um that movie it has kind of this d- slow droning quality to it. Um but then there's moments that are extremely disturbing. And that's one of the reasons why I liked it. Um, 
So it tells a story about an alien that comes to Earth and it needs to feed on people to to sustain itself. And basically what it does is it it, um, <laughs> it puts on a Scarlett Johansson skin. And, why are you laughing? And trolls trolls around for men. Yeah, why why are you laughing? When it's you just it's just funny. Uh-huh, like uh-huh, it's, uh-huh, uh-huh. it's you know, it uses that to lure men in and then it absorbs them. That wouldn't them. work. It absorbs them and eats <laughs> it absorbs them and eats them. It's really really disturbing. Like that there's a couple of moments where you see kind of the spider and the fly situation between the alien and the the person that it's attracted and they're so disturbing. Like I remember watching that movie and those particular moments like played out in my head over and over again. And yeah, I really like this movie. Uh, the pace is a little odd, you know, a little slow, slow in plotting, but I don't know. It, it didn't bother me um, because when the disturbing parts happen, they happen and they're, they're pretty effective. So what did you think of it? Yeah, I thought it was really good. I, I, I love Scar Jo. Like, I think she's, she's awesome. Yeah. Um, I think she's a really good actress. Um, but of course, this was cool. It's like kind of, uh, you know, woman, woman empowerment in a way that she's kind of seducing these men and eating yeah, them I, in a way. Yeah, sort of. I, I think there's a sub theme in there for sure. There's a couple things that happen near the end where I could see that, that being kind of an underlying thing in the story. Well, I think that's, yeah. And that's just like a FU kind of woman thing. But, mm. but also, um, I think it's cool because uh, she also starts to kind of um, delve into some self-discovery as mm-hmm. uh, her human side. Yeah. So that 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 was a, a good dynamic to the story. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's it's like Ex Machina. It has a kind of a there's nuance to it. Um, it's got some horrific moments, but there's definitely nuance to it, and um, and it's thought provoking. Like it's and some of the visuals are. Really unusual. Yeah, it's a really yeah. nice, nicely shot movie too. Yeah, yeah. I I highly recommend that one. And that one I think went under the radar a little bit. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Um, under the skin. Under the skin, and I think I saw it on Prime. Yeah, so. we saw it on Prime. Cool. There I, it is. Cool. I think we're done with our, our list. Sci-fi. Honestly, I mean, there's so many other movies. Oh my god, there's so many other sci-fi horror movies that. But maybe we can do a part two. Now, our feature review. Okay, Jaina. Uh, so it looks like we're ready for uh, this week's feature review. Mm. Um, so there's a, a bit of a, a change that happened with uh, this feature review for this week and with sci-fi horror. We had originally recorded two reviews with two sci-fi horror films. Right. Um, but then, as we started to release the episodes, this movie came out. Right. And we went to see it, and I thought to myself, there is enough sci-fi here to quantify it as a sci-fi horror film. Definitely. And we really care about our listeners. We want our listeners to get the latest and greatest. Right. And everyone is talking about this movie, and I feel like we need to get this out. So we decided to replace our previous two reviews 
with this one in-depth review so of the movie called Us. Jordan Peele. Yes. His brand new film. Uh, do you want to read the synopsis sure. for it? It's a short one because I'm sure they didn't want to do spoilers like we don't like to do. Yep. So a family serenity turns into chaos when a group of doppelgangers begin to terrorize them. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. That pretty much sums it up. Yeah, that's really good. Well. Okay, so listeners, this is what we're going to do. We're going to give you our review of the film. And if you haven't seen it, we're going to keep it vague and we're going to tell you whether we liked it or not. Okay? Then, afterwards, we're going to do the spoiler warning. And then we're going to go really in-depth to this movie. Because there's right. a lot to talk about in this yeah. movie. Um, and for the people who have seen it, I'm sure all the hardcore for horror fans have ran, run out and seen this. Uh, and if you'd like to get out, you definitely went to go see it. Yeah, we're, we're going to go deep, deep, deep diving into us uh, in the spoiler zone. So let's start the review portion of the movie. So uh, do you want to start? Sure. So it's with Lupita Nyong'o and Winston Duke, who are reunited after being in the movie Black Panther. Yes, they're both in it's Black Panther. It's funny because for him, I was like, I know this actor. I've seen him before. Yeah. But his physicality is so different really as different. the dad mm-hmm. that I, I wasn't, I was a little confused by it because I was like, I know this, this actor. And then it hit me in the middle of the film and I'm like, oh, I know who this is. Yeah. Wow. That guy, he's got range. He really Big does. Range. Yeah. He was really good. Um, of course, it also has Elizabeth Moss from, mm. um, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, she was really she was she was good in it. Very she, yeah, very she, small role, but it was good. Yeah, she was memorable. Yeah, she was memorable. Um, wow. So this movie, it was really good. So this movie super deep, just like Get Out, steep, um, mm-hmm. which we'll get into in the spoilers. But in a, on a pure horror fan, yeah, it has everything. It's yeah. creep. It has creepy kids. Which mm-hmm. is number one. I love creepy kids. Yeah, and the kid actors in this in this movie are amazing. They're really good for being so young. I think what's really interesting about the film too is that every main character in the story has to play a dual role. Mm-hmm. So that's really interesting, yeah. and so you can see the range of the actors they picked, and they're all great. So Shahadi Wright Joseph plays Sora, the daughter. And Evan Alex plays Jason, the son. And they're really good. They're really yeah. good in both their dual roles. Yeah, it's interesting because I think the doppelganger versions are very creepy. Oh, and, my gosh. And they're all uniquely creepy in their own way. Mm-hmm. Like the way uh, the mo- the mother doppelganger behaves is really different to how, let's say, the son or the, or the daughter. All of them. Yeah, they're all really different. Yeah. The, the husband and all that. So this is a, this is a pretty demanding role for all four of them oh my god so much so yeah and um um what i would say is if you're a horror fan there are nods to classic horror throughout the film and i had heard a um a podcast um Mm -hmm. with jordan peele on it and it was it was a bbc podcast Mm -hmm. when the film was was barely starting to come out called front row and in the in the interview, he talks about what he was trying to do with us. And one of the things he said, a couple of things that stood out. One, he said, um, I don't want to be the director that is put in a box and every movie I make has to be about race. Right. Uh, he said, this is a horror film that just happens to have a black uh, it main, has messages in there, main though. family. Yeah, yeah we'll get general. into that. We'll get into that later. 
Um, Not and then really secondly, he said he wanted this movie to be a horror film primarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was doing it for horror fans. And throughout the film, if you're a horror fan like us, you see these little nods. He's, oh, yeah. he's tipping his hat to films we all love as mm-hmm. horror fans, little details. We'll, we'll talk about that a little more specifically in the spoiler zone. Yeah. Um, but so I'm sitting there, I'm watching this movie and I'm like, oh my God, like this guy knows this stuff backwards and forwards. Oh, yeah. He's one of us, you know, and I already knew that because I had seen him do interviews. Like right. he was in uh, Eli Roth's History of Horror mm-hmm. and he was just like spouting off all this great Total horror, horror knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it, I, I got really excited, yeah. you know, and um, the film did not disappoint me in the slightest. No, like, it was I loved so good. It. I thought it was great. It wasn't. I didn't even feel like there was one lull mm-hmm. in the film at all. Yeah, you know, some movies are and there's a part where you're like, well, they could have edited that better. Yeah, I didn't feel that right. in this movie at all. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. There's a lot of things he's doing. So, like for example. At the beginning of the film, you're seeing the family. You're starting to get to know the family. You're starting to get to like the family. Yeah, they're really likable. Yeah, it's very Spielbergian. But unlike Spielberg, there's something that's slightly off, even from the beginning. Definitely. Almost like a Twilight Zone version Mm -hmm. of that family. Yeah. And I love that tone. The tension's there. Yeah. Yeah. Even in the pleasant moments. Yeah. Like there's moments where they're all at the beach and the beach is beautiful. You know, they're supposed to be in Santa Cruz. Um, and it's still, there's something slithering underneath, uh-huh. even in those pleasant scenes. And those moments makes me, those were the ones where I'm like, okay, this guy is taking cues from a lot of things, but he has his own voice here. Mm-hmm. Like there's, he's doing some really interesting tonal tonal things in the film yeah that i really liked um yeah he w- i mean i just again for me the creepy factor mm-hmm. was there the the doppelganger mm-hmm. um the doppelgangers were just so different from the you know the normal people quotes uh-huh. um that it was just creepy it's always just, like i said i love creepy kids so it's really cool to see like the kids being like really creepy and even the makeup that they put on them it's uh-huh. subtle and the physicality yeah every, every actor has to have a physicality uh-huh. and, and every different. actor has a different physicality yeah. um the the doppelgangers they all wear uh you've i'm sure you've seen this in all the promos yeah they wear red jumpsuits right and then they're they're holding um uh golden scissors and from an artistic standpoint there's a lot going on there mm-hmm. you know um it's a very ownable look you right. People, I guarantee you, we're going to see doppelgangers next Halloween everywhere. Oh, shoot. For um, sure. And the scissors That'd have a duality fun. to them. You know, uh-huh. there's a lot of really nice artistic choices in this film. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was great. Um, as far as like the pure horror aspect of it, there's moments of dread and tension and then yeah. heavy violence gore oh yeah it's all there if you're a horror fan it's all there it's all there but then under the hood under the veil of that yeah there's there's um really interesting sci-fi um things like um it's almost a play on uh conspiracy theories yeah you know like um when they mentioned the tunnels at the beginning of the film Mm -hmm. um 
it has a Twilight Zone quality Definitely. as well. So I felt like when we were watching it, I was like, oh man, this needs to be in our sci-fi horror episode. Yeah. And again, we want we want to serve the listeners as well, and we want to we want to put the most current stuff forward. Um, yeah, I, I I thought it was great. Again, in the spoiler zone, we're gonna go a little deeper because yeah, there is there is definitely social commentary there, mm-hmm. um, just like in Get Out in, yeah. in a different way. Which in a different that's way. which I appreciate that. Like, um, I think it's great that he's making movies that you know. The main actors are of color, which sure. is amazing, but it's not, he's not, it's not about always that. about, it's not about that. It yeah. just so happens that's what it is. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. And so it, it's really cool because the social commentary is very different yeah. in this movie. Yeah. There's a moment in the film uh, where you, you're watching the film and you're thinking, okay, maybe this is about race. And then something happens and then you're like, oh, no, this isn't about race. Yeah. And uh, I'll keep it vague. Uh, for people who haven't seen it. But when you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. And um, yeah, I thought the film was creepy. I thought it was very clever and very well-crafted. Yeah. Well, very well-written. Don't watch its the tracks. trailers. Yeah, and be very careful of spoilers. Yeah. Because this film has a lot going on and has a lot to reveal to you. Yeah, um, it does. That some asshole online might yeah. might ruin. Let it you. reveal itself when you go watch it because yeah. it's it's a fun ride. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was an instant classic. Yeah, um, I pre-ordered it already on Amazon because oh, awesome. you can already pre-order it. I think it's I think it's awesome. Oh, yeah. I think it's a great follow-up. Um, uh, from a social commentary standpoint, it's different. I think uh, Get Out is so pivotal. Uh, so it doesn't have the same. It doesn't. I don't think it has the same power as Get Out. Right. But it is an. It's a fantastic. It's a horror follow movie. Follow up. That's. Just, yeah. That's, and it's, it's a, a horror movie. Film. Yeah, it's yeah. a great horror movie. All right. Uh, we need to. Okay. That's our review. <laughs> did you, <laughs> love, it? To, did you love it? Did you love it? Dig deeper. Wait. Yeah, I like, loved it. Yeah. I thought it was really. I, good. I loved you it need as to well. Go see it. You need to go see it. You should go see it in th- in the theater. It's great. Yeah, it's a fun fun movie to go see in the theater. Definitely. Yeah. Um. And. Yeah, th- that's our review portion because I need to <laughs> press dying. the spoiler <laughs> the spoiler ro- uh, zone warning because Uh-oh, here we go because I got to talk a little more in depth about Enzo this movie because there's so much to it beyond the hood. Okay, do it. Beware! Spoilers ahead. <sighs> Take a deep breath, Enzo. <laughs> This is all you, because you know I watch horror for the pure enjoyment. No, you of horror. You got you got into the layers of this film because there's so I did, many layers. But at first, I did think it was a racial commentary until it's kind of one of those. What I loved about it is yes, the horror part and all that we already reviewed, but it's one of those where even after you go see it, you're still thinking you're about it and you're still trying to destruct it. it. And I'm still thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, and, and what the hell, you know. What was okay. all that? So about? we're we're in the spoiler zone. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's my challenge, Reina. Okay. okay? Uh oh. We're in the spoiler zone, and everyone who's with us right now, you've seen the movie. Okay. Oh, if you haven't, go away. Here's my challenge. Here's my challenge. If you go online, you'll hear you'll see some people's comments, and there's some people who went and saw it, and they said they don't like the film. Really? Here's here's my challenge to you. Interesting. To you, listener, who did not like this movie. 
Now I'm going to talk you into at least seeing it one more time. Because if you didn't like this movie, you missed a lot of things. You well, weren't paying attention. I, I'm, so, I'm so surprised. Yeah. Okay. So I, we're going to go over it. Okay? okay. All right. So the first scenes where you see the television, well, the first first scenes, okay, where they talk about all the tunnels, all the yeah. abandoned tunnels in uh, the U.S. Right. And some of them, people don't even know what, what they're for and all that yeah. stuff. Okay, that's setting up for the living quarters where all the clones live. Right. Right? The doppelganger. Now, these these early details, he's setting up urban legend. Right. He's trying to do something like, you know, uh, <laughs> lizard Illuminati. He's trying to do yeah. something like, you know, chemtrails. He's trying to he's trying to create his own lore right. of that sort of thing. Right. Okay. That's brilliant. That's we have people living underneath. Yeah, us. yeah. It's it's stuff that you that are that's difficult to disprove. That's why it becomes. They say everybody has a doppelganger. Right. Exactly. Um. So so there's that. Uh, the hands across America, thing. Okay. Well, that was brilliant. He's setting up. He's setting up the duality of American culture. How you can have something like hands across America, right? Uh, that seemingly, you know, a good direction to take things but under the veil there might be uh, other things going on. I think on. it is because if you remember Hands Across America were to benefit homeless uh, to uh-huh. bring awareness to homelessness. Right and, and, and to feed the hungry. And to feed, feed the hungry in I think in Africa to raise money to, to feed okay. to feed uh, I, Was it in Africa or was it in the US? I thought it was well US. it was dual. Oh, okay. So it was in Africa and then uh, raise um Feed the hungry and raise awareness of homelessness in America. Right. So it was like a dual thing. Right. Which is a, such an interesting thing. I think with the old television, he's trying to show, you know, kind of the simplicity and maybe even uh, innocence of the 80s. Right. And then if you're a horror fan, you know. When people actually try to do something, right, I feel like. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, what a simpler time, what a more idealistic time. And then on either side of the television, you have chud <laughs> cannibalistic yeah. humanoid underground dwellers <laughs> underground dwellers so he's he's saying mm-hmm. i'm a huge horror fan you have to be a a, a complete horror psycho to to remember chud right. you have to know that era so he's going yeah i'm one of you i'm a horror fan like you i know this stuff like the back of my hand right. and then on the other side nightmare on elm street is there that's right okay so i think he's He's showing you these are some of my influences for this film. Cause oh my God, the little boy, yeah, wearing the jaw shirt. Mm-hmm. The little boy wearing the jaw shirt. Um, so it's all this great stuff. Um, when the little girl wanders off and she in her thriller shirt. In her thriller shirt, that interview I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. She the interviewer brings up the fact that it's, it's Michael, Michael Jackson. Jackson. And you know you know what he says? What did he say? He's brilliant. This man is brilliant. And he's like, yeah, you know, it really works for the film. He goes, because uh, we've always we've always had kind of a, there's always been a du- duality with Michael Jackson. Hmm. You know, is he the best of us oh, or the worst of us? Oh, interesting. So he was like, he's like, I'm so glad it's in there. That was kind of incidental. Wow, you know, it was that's fun. deep. Yeah, yeah. And, wow. You know, and I think that's that's what's so interesting about, 
about the film too wow. is that he's he's like yeah. tell me a little teary you got that yeah, was kind of deep oh man it, it blew my mind yeah my, and i heard that interview before i saw the film and i thought oh is he protecting michael jackson or is he no like, that's what's, he's wow. like nope he's like saying this is this is working at an even higher level for yeah. me you know wow and, that kind of blew my mind right now yeah yeah and i think that's what us is is like like it, yeah i think it's you have a movie that reminds me of um, The Purge, uh, oh, reminds yeah. me of uh, a Twilight Zone episode. It reminds me of uh, The the Strangers, if oh, you remember yeah. that oh, yeah. movie. Absolutely. You know, it's the same sort of setup, you know, family in a house, and then uh-huh. people are outside, just like Purge. Trying and, to get in and yeah, so yeah, the, take over. But then underneath the hood... There's this whole other deeper story, right? Yeah. And what I love about it too is that it covers its tracks and it holds together. Mm-hmm. Once you know what's going on, it holds together. For example, when the doppelganger mom comes in and you hear her voice for the first time and Lupita does that really odd voice. <clears throat> I, don't, I can't even do it. But she does that really weird, deep voice. Yeah. You think, okay... This actor is choosing to do this voice for creepiness or creepiness I effect. I didn't think that. I li- that's what I thought at yeah, the beginning. I didn't. But my point is it it tells you why her voice is that. It does. But the, I didn't think that even before they revealed why. Oh, you, you just thought she just had that weird voice? I thought it was because the others didn't, because of the way the others grunted. Uh-huh. I thought it was because she was teaching herself how to talk. Okay. And that's just how it kind of came out because it was kind of grunty. Yeah. Like the way when they would grunt, when they would, because yeah. they couldn't speak. Yeah. But then, of course, it's revealed that because she choked her. Yeah, right? she choked. Right, right, right. That she probably damaged her yeah. uh-huh. vocal cords. But and, and I guess that's, that's what I thought. That's my point is like, I, we saw we saw the movie with other people and uh, one person said, oh, I, I knew that she was... She Switched was, out. And if you watch the movie, it's pretty obvious at the beginning. But here it, here's the thing. Yeah. It covers its tracks. It totally does. It covers I think its, they were lying, by the way. Yeah, it covers its tracks. So, for example, when you see the scene where the girl comes back and she doesn't know how to speak, okay, you think, okay, it's it's the girl, it's the clone girl, right? But then, but then you're like, oh, maybe she's having a selective mute moment. You know, maybe maybe That's it's too, she's too traumatic, she's too traumatized. Yeah, I thought it was just the right? trauma. And then she grows up to be a successful mom, and she can speak and. The the tracks are covered. Has an amazing life with mm-hmm. a, yeah. I didn't. I I maybe because of I don't know. But I when they had those scenes where they're going to see the therapist, I thought it was pure trauma. Like never mm-hmm. in my mind did they switch. I I thought it for a moment I because because they would show her they would show the child and she would she would make these weird. But I'd be creepy too. Creeped out looks <laughs> if I saw that. And I think that's that's what's brilliant about it. Is like my point is you can you can say oh I I knew it all along, but that's like ignoring all the elegance that happened in between. No, they totally in between totally covered those his moments. tracks for sure. Yeah, because you do think it's the trauma and and all that and covers his tracks. You're rooting for her. Yeah, you want her movie. to come out of it. You want her to save her kids. Oh yeah. You want her to fight back. You want her to defeat the clones. Yeah. So you to say you knew it all along, you have to admit you're, that you never rooted for her, which is not true. 
Yeah. So th- there's a lot more going on to the film than you think. Yeah. Okay. I think too it was, you know, at looking not at the time, at least for me, not at the time when you're watching the film, but when you look back, you realize, oh, no wonder she wasn't scared. No wonder she jumped on top of them and killed them with like no problems. Yeah. And even grunted. Yeah. A little. I think those were the some of the clues. They were, but I mean, just as a pure, like, I just want her to kill them fan. Yeah. Like, I just didn't even catch it until, of course, later when we started to discuss it. Then I was like, oh, yeah, that's probably why she wasn't scared or Yeah. And here's the, here's the thing. Okay. So. I find the little boy suspect, too. One of the things that people complain about uh, with the end of the film is that they think it's kind of a cheap M. Night Shyamalan sort of ending. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't agree with that at all. I think there's way more depth to it. Oh yeah. For and I, I liked, I liked the Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, but if you want, if you've read The Shining, the book The Shining, it's pretty much that. Like he, he's taking that concept. Right. It's a very similar concept. Right. And the twist ending in The Shining, the book, is way better than the twist ending in the the Sixth Sense. For this movie, the twist ending is so profoundly, it changes the entire film in such a profound way. Basically, the person you were rooting for was not the hero. The person you were rooting for the entire movie was the villain. Right. And the villain won. Right. The hero, the one that was trying to get out of that cloned life, even though she was the human, she's the hero. The villain won. So I want to ask you something. That blows my mind. Yeah. That's so But I want to ask you something with that. Do you think the kid was switched out too? No. You I don't, don't think, you don't no, think that, that theory is true? I've heard that fan theory. Yeah. That, that's a fan theory. I don't think so. But he knows the mom is not the mom. Yeah. What I think he was trying to say with the, the little boy is that horror fans like us, okay, we see things that other people don't see. Uh, like we have a we have a morbid view of the world. And I think the horror character, the little boy character, he's him as a little boy. Mm-hmm. And so he starts to put two and two together. And so I that's think that's why he can figure out how to That's why he looks at her okay. a certain way. That's why he knows how to manipulate his clone. Yeah. And I think that if if he, the little boy got swapped out, it ruins the film. It means the Lupita character, she always knew she was the clone. That ruins the film, people. That's why the concept, <laughs> that's, that's why the fan theory sucks, because it ruins the film. The end of the film, the exclamation point of the film, is that the hero realizes that she is right. the villain that won. Right, that she's the clone. It is a horror to her, too. She thought she was a good person. Right. She thought she was the the innocent one. Right. To realize that she was not the innocent yeah. one. Well, it kind of, I mean, all the flashbacks that she has of her, like, dancing and all that stuff. Remember uh-huh. how they show that? Yeah. I think that's her realization that she's not the good guy. Right. You know, she's not the hero. Right. You know, remembering all that. I, that's how, what I, how I took it. Like, when she remembers all her childhood, uh-huh. kind of come flashing back at her yeah that she that's when she's like real i don't know like the realization comes through yeah and it all it all holds together for example the fact that she was the leader of the doppelgangers Mm -hmm. she's the leader of the doppelgangers because she is the only one who can speak right so in her world in that doppelganger doppelganger world 
she stands out. Right. She's like a messiah because she's the only one who knows how to talk. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to listen to her because she's special. Right, right. She's, she's special. Different. And her brain is probably more developed, too. Than the, than the rest of yeah, them, yeah. because the other ones seemed very, very simple. Well, because they weren't fully developed. Right. Yeah, they weren't fully right. realized and developed, yeah. And the fact that they're clones, and then uh, she says something like, you know, we're clones, uh, but we share our same soul. Mm-hmm. You know, that... That's some that's some heavy science fiction meat yeah. right there. That's that's why I think this film can be classified as a sci-fi horror film. But it has art house moments. Yeah. The dancing, the dancing. even the broken dancing. That's something you Oh could, yeah, the dual dancing. I can that see cool. that on a stage. Yeah. That that feels like something the 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 tunneling looks theatrical. Mhm. You know. Um, a lot of the costuming looks theatrical. Yeah. There's art house choices in this. I think the only film I can compare it to is Moments in Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko oh, yeah. has art house moments. Yeah, it has moments that. of horror mm-hmm. and moments of science fiction. Um, it's thought provoking. Mm-hmm. This is very thought provoking. Yeah. Um, so it, it has a blend of all that. I have a question for you. Yeah. What did you think of the rabbits? Okay. Like the symbolism of the rabbits. Mm-hmm. All of them are white except there was one that wasn't white. That was black. Well, I think that's just the reality of, of uh, American society. Hmm. You know, I think, uh, and there's some that are spotty, there's some that are white. It's just, it's just showing that. And I think the film, when you see that there's doppelgangers yeah. for the white family as well, you realize, oh, okay, this isn't about race. I loved that, yeah. by the way. I love that it wasn't just this particular yeah. family. I love that it was an epidemic yeah. that was happening everywhere. Yeah. And I love that it opened it for an us, too. Yeah, and exactly. And and it's so funny because when the film was was ending and she gets her son back, yeah, I thought to myself, this guy's a horror director. There's no way this is going to end happy. So then... <laughs> When she realizes that she's the villain, that's a great moment. And you realize, oh, this is an ending happy. Okay. Subtly, subtly. Yeah. But then when you see the hands across America and it's all the clones, uh-huh. you're like, oh my and God, son looks this at her like, is an apocalypse. Shit, you're not my mom. This is an apocalypse of the clones, yeah. you know, the killer clones. So I was so happy to see that yeah. because I was like, oh yeah, this guy is a hard yeah. director. I think hard directors are like uh, French directors. They want sad yeah. endings. They want grim endings. And I, as a horror fan, I want that too. Yeah. Uh, hey, the yeah. only nod we forgot was the twins. Yeah. Oh, you mean yeah? The well, twins. there's a there's a that ton was such of a nod to the Jaws the Jaws shirt that he wears. Yeah. The the little boy's uh, Wolfman mask. Um, the, yeah, there's just the a ton. stranger. The pillowcase yeah. thingy. Yeah, the pillowcase thing from Strangers. Um, uh, what else? Uh, the the twin girls. The twin um, girls from Shining. That's what from, it is. Yeah, the said. yeah the in the White family. Um, yeah, there's just a ton of that yeah. going on, um, and it, I thought that was really um, it was kind of charming. Like I the love way that he, the way he did it. I also like that um, he inserted humor in there because uh-huh. the dad was funny. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Goofy and when, funny. when they're when they're arguing about who should drive and what I've I've got a higher kill count. I mean we've we've yeah. all we've all mentioned kill counts. I in, know, right? In every horror movie, yeah. So I think these are all nods to horror, uh-huh. and they're, they're it's kind of a love letter to horror. But then there's all these really unique, interesting ideas yeah. as well. Um, the use of music. The like oh, yeah. I I remember hearing that song back in the day and going that sounds like a horror movie yeah like they just took a horror movie uh, medley and yeah. put, um, metal melody and put it in you know oh my god the, the kill count thing totally mm-hmm. that just reminds me of how we always talk about how we're gonna survive the apocalypse and exactly it's, yeah that's so cool I didn't even just realizing that now that's super cool okay now after talking about all that I think. When uh, the mom, when they ask, who are you people? And she says, we are Americans. When she says that, yeah, that cemented it all for me. I feel like the clones, they're a metaphor for all the frustrated, aggressive, mm. angry people. You, hear, you see them online, all the trolls. You know, yeah. The ones who are frustrated that they their life isn't turning out the way that it is. They hate everything. Yeah. They review everything negatively. It's like I feel like they embody hmm. that spirit. I think I feel like that's what they are meant to represent. And I think that's why the film is called Us. US. I think it's oh. it's supposed really? to be Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You don't I think, think it's, like us, like a collective? Yes. I think it's that too. Hmm. I think it's us. U.S. Um, I think that's what they represent. You know, it's like the haves and the have-nots. Yeah. I think it's more about class. And let's face it. Yeah, definitely, it's about class. Let's face it. Like a commentary. When it comes right down, when it comes right down to it, life is the luck of the draw. Oh yeah. You know, good parents. I could have easily been born to bad parents and had a really rough life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think. I think that it's all of those things intertwined, you know. But even aside from all that, you rip all that out. It's a very entertaining horror film. Oh my god, super entertaining! It's a yeah. great horror film. Yeah, that's all the elements. It's got an edge. It's it's funny at times. Mm-hmm. It's very creepy. It's provocative. Very great acting. I mean, the 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 dual roles that all four of the the main characters have to play. Amazing. It's fantastic. Supporting. Cast is yeah. fantastic. The doppelgangers have an ownable look. Mm-hmm. It's a very unique look. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I agree with you. I really love this movie. And you know what? I get it. I'm punk rock. Okay, so when something gets hyped up a lot, or a, or a certain director gets hyped up a lot, and you're like, uh, it's his first movie. You know, I get that. I get how some people nah, will he turn. Delivers. But this movie delivers. Oh, yeah. And if you're a horror fan, it really delivers. And if you like art house films with mixed with horror, like Black Swan and yeah. things like that, this movie has that, too. And he's a fellow horror fan. Big time. You can't, you can't deny Big that. Big time You can't fan. deny that. Yeah. When you hear him speak. Educated horror fan too knows yeah. his stuff. Knows Sorry, his stuff. I have allergies. When you when you hear him speak about horror films, the nods he does in his movies to horror films, like yeah. now nah, he's got it. And he's doing things that are unique. There's yeah. there's a unique voice there. I, I'm like I'm chomping at the bit for the next film. 
I know. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the Twilight Zone series. I, it, it just got on CBS, so we're going to have to watch it. Maybe watch it. Why did he do that? Yeah. He, he, I, oh. think he, I think he directs some and executive produces it. Like he's, <gasps> I didn't he, know that. He spearheads Ooh, it. We have to so, do a series next. And dude, with his sense of the odd and kind of, you know, uh, the unexpected and the subtly creepy, like I know he's going to do great things with yeah. it. Yeah. I know he is. So, yeah, I, I highly recommend this film. If you didn't like this film, go see it again. Give, it your, give yourself a chance to see, to see it with different eyes. There's a lot more going on there. Um, I definitely want to see it again because I want to catch maybe some of the stuff I didn't. I want to I own it. That's why I pre-ordered it. Or, I'm yeah, going we'll watch it, I'm gonna watch it, it multiple out. times because there's a lot more yeah, going Yeah, I want to see it again just to catch some of those. Yeah. But if you if you liked it or didn't like it, let us know. Like, I would really love to know your opinion on what you thought. Yeah. Um, horror and, you know, the double meaning or whatever it is that you thought about it. It's it's just, I think it's such an interesting um, thought-provoking film that yeah, just goes beyond horror, which is pretty cool if you really think about it. It's pretty cool that it's, yeah. it makes you think. It's horror that makes you think. Yeah, Who would have thought? It's very thought-provoking. Yeah, and now, you know, we're we're at a point where... All of our social media is up. So um, if you're looking for us on Facebook, we're uh, slash the Date Night Horror Show, all one thing. Uh, And you can find us there. Um, And we're we're getting things going there. We always respond to comments because we want to get a dialogue going with everyone. Uh, That's kind of a big part of the show. Yeah, we want to know what you're thinking. On Twitter, uh, which I'm barely starting to use, I'll be totally honest with you, but we, we are set up there. It's at date underscore horror. Ah, that's the one. Yeah. Um, so you you can uh, interact with the show uh, there. Or if you prefer to go to our main website, uh, thedatenighthorrorshow.com, we have all our episodes posted there, and you can leave comments on there as well, and you can leave Facebook lights there. Yeah. It's all functioning. Uh, and again, we want to interact with people. And... In future episodes, we're going to uh, pick our favorite comments. Yeah, and, for sure. And do shout outs to, to new listeners. Uh, I'm super excited. We're getting a bunch of new listeners. I know. From I'm all so over. excited too. We, we, we just you guys got speak to us. We got some we got some listeners from of course the US we're we're doing pretty well there. Uh, but from the Netherlands. Ooh. Uh, from Germany. Oh, There's people from yet, Germany or, listening to us. Mexico, Viva Mexico. Hola. So I'm really excited. Like, we're starting to expand. So, speaking of Mexico, uh-huh. did you know our girl Lupita Nyongo was born in Mexico? Oh, really? Where? Yes, she was. Mexico City. Okay. Um, she did go back to Kenya when she was one, but when she got older, her parents sent her back to the university for foreign um, nationals so that she could learn Spanish. So, she is fluent in Spanish, oh, wow. and she identifies as Kenyan and Mexican. So... Shout out, girl. Oh, she was amazing. She was she great. She is amazing. She was great in the film. She's good in everything. Yeah, she was great in the film. Good in everything. But that's why her name's Lupita. Uh-huh. Because in Kenyan tradition, they name their children um, according to what's happening. And I guess the Virgen de Guadalupe at the time was happening. Oh, so okay. they named her Lupita. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Okay, cool. I love that. So shout out, Lupita. Yeah. Uh, and again... Jordan Peele, man, I'm so impressed. The second film, you know, he, you, sometimes that happens. You make a great first film, you know, it's first, great first horror film, like 
groundbreaking horror film that I was worried that the second one would be rushed and, you know, he wouldn't have as much to say, but this is a very different kind of film, but it's still a new classic. And I all it. the actors in this are me are so good. Yeah. They really great, are. All great, the great actors film. are good in this. Yeah. So yeah, you know, tell us what you think about it. T- tell us you can, you can you guys can tell us if you hate or like our yeah, reviews. Yeah, if you disagree with us, let us know. Just be respectful. Yeah. So um, so I think we're done with this uh, sci-fi horror episode. Awesome. Yeah. Go see it. Yeah. So um, do you know what our next episode is? What is it? It is vampires oh nice to meet you (laughs) yeah i'm super excited the next episode's vampires total enzo's jam 100 percent my jam um it's why i love horror films vampires ushered it in for me um so yeah i get to really nerd out on my uh, so excited to hear your picks (laughs) on my vampy side so yeah the next episode are my vampires yeah well i think that's it for this episode, babe. Awesome. That was fun. Yeah. Scare you later. The Date Night Horror Show is written and produced by Enzo and Reina. All music written and produced by Enzo. Follow the show on Facebook.com slash The Date Night Horror Show. Enzo and Reina online at thedatenighthorrorshow.com.